<laughs> Hello and welcome. <laughs> we are back with Sports Bet's Trash Talk Podcast. And just as Corey said all year, the Perth Wildcats are NBL champions. Am I right with that? Corey said that all year. Was I, was I listening to the wrong podcast? <laughs> no, no, you, you got he it said, right. He said two imports is the way to go. You don't need a third. He's been preaching on it all year. And once again, Corey Homicide Williams is right. But <laughs> He's got to eat that red velvet cupcake. Oh, that red velvet cupcake. There was actually some good stuff on social media that came out with that. We're coming to Corey. But anyway, we'll start off with what these guys got up to during the weekend. And we'll jump into the game a little bit later. Because my man Homicide's rolled in with the Aston Martin Red Bull Racing. And it's signed on the side. Now, I'm a strong advocate of not wearing a signed cap. But Homicide's rolled in here with one, and you've got to have to explain yourself. Well, um, I went to um, Aston Martin and had a, an event at the dealership. Shout out to Zagami Automotive for the invite. Went there, and a um, couple of the racers were there who represent. Who drive. races for Red Bull, mate? I don't know. It's too <laughs> Like, I forgot their names. But um, I had an opportunity to meet them, and shout out to Chloe Draper, who's the head of marketing, got me the hat. So I've it's been nice rocking hat. it. Yeah, sweet. It's a sweet hat, and um, it doesn't look like a Max Verstappen signature. It looks more like a. It's two of them. It's two of the drivers. Oh, you got Gasly as well. I don't know, but you. T- uh, uh, good luck trying to find out. You know, well, it's obviously who someone who's not sponsored by Puma because they've signed right over the Puma logo. Exactly. <laughs> what about you? What about you? Were they? Uh, I sat at the Sporting Globe and drank beers. That sounds uh, like a typical Monday. Yeah, <laughs> uh, to watch the game four straight into Formula One. And then uh, later that night, shout out Chris Feeney for taking hey. me to the Forum for the first time. If you've never been to the Forum in Melbourne, it's awesome. Like, really cool gig. Um, we watched uh, Fat Freddy's Drop. Hey. Uh, Eight-piece band, bit of bit of jazz flute, <laughs> Ron Burgundy style. Ron Burgundy and, style. Uh, yeah, it was just an awesome, awesome uh, Sunday. Speaking of live music, any of you guys country music fans? No, I am. I'm yeah, not. Florida Georgia Line playing tonight. Really? Guess Weird. what I've got? Tickets. My NBL One singlet presentation night. What are you playing? What? You're playing? Yeah, I played last night. I dropped 25 on Port Eltham. Who, what team you play for? Kilsyth. How far is Kill Sides? It's like an hour. Oh, yeah. And yeah. That's <laughs> That's His team's stacked. Yeah? Oh, stacked. They're the, they're the stacked. championship favorites. Championship favorites. Easy. I'm calling it now. We're, we're champions already. Touch That's wood. what's up. That's what's up. But no, they, they organized a presentation night the same night. Thomas Rhett and Florida Georgia Line playing in Melbourne. And I've already used up all my sick cards. <laughs> Where are they playing? Uh, High Sense. Or Melbourne Arena, as it's called now. Very, very disappointing. But yeah. anyway. On to the biggest aspect of last weekend, even though we did have the Grand Prix. Corey getting amongst the sponsors as usual. Were, though, just uh, just think of beers at Sporting Globe. Frothies as as usual. usual. (laughs) Melbourne United dropping game four, which everyone in their right mind thought that Melbourne were going to win this, apart from the Red Army and Tim Gossage. Everyone thought that Melbourne were going to win this. And rightly so. The stats said that Melbourne should have won this series. But once again, Perth just find a way to win. And I've got my theories on how it happened. There's all the stats and there's, I think there's one massive aspect we overlooked. But before we get into that, what's your take on it, Corey? First of all, I was wrong. You have to give credit where credit's due. Congratulations to the Perth Wildcats and the organization for sticking with their team, rolling with two imports and backing their local talent to step up to the plate. Tariko White was terrific. Wertho called it. Wertho said this is a guy 
who he's played with or he's known from his days played, playing in Europe, I, I in Serbia. In Serbia. And last year he was grand final MVP in Korea. And he steps up on the big stage. We were not familiar with him because this is my first time seeing him. However, I'm familiar with him now. He stepped up at the right time and got it done. He was huge. He was huge. He hit tough, he hit tough shots. Played really good defense. He he stepped up in every way imaginable that they needed him to step up. And he's the reason, he's a huge reason why they are the champions. I watched overtime and I heard Tariko White's wife, Ty, called you suicide. Yeah, she's like, tell suicide <laughs> he was wrong. <laughs> he was wrong. He was wrong. I can just, just hear that. I can oh. hear her say. You can hear it hurts my ears oh after my living God. the States. Oh, yo, shout, shout out, to, out Ty, to Ty, yo. She was dope all year. That's cool. Yeah. That's the type of support you yeah. want. I'm all for that. I'm she was all dope for all that. year. You know, you know who else had a wife like well, – we know Jerome Randall had a wife like that with the, the – was it a cupcake incident in uh, – Illawarra. Illawarra. Yeah. Oh, I got another one but, from South Dragons. But Tramel Darden's wife. That's all what I was about to yeah. say. She Tramel, used to be at the oh games. Oh, my God. So and, we were walking – so continue yours. Uh, first off. She's family. I love you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but she used to yell, that's my man. <laughs> that's my man. That's right. Got to support your man. Oh, she was, that's she what's was, up, though. She was awesome. And yeah. Awesome family. Yeah. Really cool family. So I was walking at, I was walking up on the upper level and you could hear her, the whole stadium back when they were playing Melbourne Arena. And this was back when there was probably only like three, 4,000 at the game. So there was a lot of open space. I'm walking up that top level. She's down there screaming that, Tramel, Tramel, whatever the hell she was screaming. And this dude just obviously was sitting near them and got sick of it. It was like four dim sims in his hand and just pegs him down into that section of all the players' wives. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, and it just fight. popped off. That's yeah. a it fight. It popped off so hard. And I was watching like, ah, and I was with my mom, so I'm not going to. Yeah, I That's can't, a I can't fight. do anything there, but oh my god, I've never, I've never seen people get that riled up Matt and copping a dim sim in the back of the head. Fucked them up. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> and Nick, yeah. Nick Horvath's wife, uh, Cherie or Sherelle, she yeah. played, she went to the Olympics for the New Zealand hockey team. Like, she probably had a stick on it. Exactly. <laughs> Swing that thing up, upside <laughs> the head. Exactly. What was your take on the uh, Wildcats? I didn't think I'd say this, but Trevor Gleeson outcoached Dean Vickerman. <laughs> I did not think I'd say this at the end of this final series. But first off, Damian Martin did a hell of a job on Casper Ware. And then when he came off, Mitch Norton did a hell of a job as well, which allowed Bryce Cotton to just rest on defense the entire series. He didn't have to play on anyone. He was allowed to just do his own thing on defense. And then I'll say this, DJ Kennedy was the wrong import for Melbourne United. He did a lot. He did a lot for him as far as rebounding and playmaking, but his inability to knock down a three ball cost him in the series against the Perth Wildcats because his player just essentially sat in the keyway and said, we're not going to give Casper Ware open looks. We're going to make him drive. And who were they kicking out to every single time? DJ Kennedy. And he wasn't able to knock down a shot or he would drive straight back into traffic where it all happened. So kudos to Trevor Gleeson who just saved his job. I still reckon that DJ Kennedy had some type of injury because I saw his highlights before he got here. 
I and it wasn't Chris, that he wasn't playing well. I think well. Chris Goulding just, had an injury. You do? Right, we'll talk on that one as well. But DJ Kennedy definitely, he was nowhere near as explosive. He wasn't even dunking it on fast breaks. That's the thing that worries me. When you're getting paid that massive amount, he was the highest paid player on the Melbourne team, which you know would, well, you know, what's Casper coming into this year like? Negotiations. Can they keep Casper after they've paid DJ Kennedy more? How do you keep Casper? Casper says, look, you overpaid a guy last year and then I'm still sitting here. I've been, you know, arguably the best player in the NBL the last two years, which of course I think now we have to give that crown to Bryce Cotton because he's won. You know, oh, no, they're one and one MVP on championships and each. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He's won the MVP, but in terms of we, – we all know the MVP is one of those awards where it's not necessarily who should win it, it's who does win it. Even though Bryce Cotton last year definitely deserved his MVP in his champion – in the uh, even though Melbourne won the championship, he definitely deserved it. But what's your take on Goulding? He just looked like he was – he wasn't moving freely. No, I, and, I agree. And Chris Goulding, when he's shooting the ball well – he doesn't need to shoot off balance open threes. No. Everything was off one leg, which makes me think that something was wrong on one of the sides of his body. Well, he's had those ankle issues. Yeah. He's had surgery because, on that thing. Because when he's wide open and fit, he just shoots it like a regular shot and that's money. But yeah. I don't, I can't tell you how many open looks I saw him get this final series where he still shot an off balance shot. He is capable of making them. But once he's in the groove, and yeah. I don't feel like he ever felt like he was in the groove at all this entire final series. Do you think him coming off the bench didn't help with that groove in the finals? No, not necessarily. I, I sort of like the idea floated that he might have, should have probably started game four, but yeah, it's a tough was, decision for a coach to make. Who who would have sat off? I think Mitch McCarron. He's he's an energizer bunny man. He, he's he's a guy that can come off the bench. But look, it was it was working. We can't just yeah. you know go panic stations. It was working apart from two yeah. games. There's the issue. I mean, at the end of the day, we just speculate this is what we do. We Oh, yeah. And we got some nice speculations on the way. Yeah, but I guess we'll never know exactly what happened inside the locker room of Melbourne United. And, yeah, I agree. They looked like some players were injured. Yeah. Maybe they weren't. Quite possibly, Perth were just a better team. There is no quite possibly. <laughs> Perth Wildcats were the better team. Let's go to game three in Perth. They shoot four for 27 from the three. They were one for 16 from the three at half. Yeah, okay? a light three. How many wide open threes did they miss when Golden was balanced? Casper was balanced. I'm not buying that. They got their asses bust. They did not hit shots. Wide open looks, contested looks. Tariko White, what did he do? Contested looks, wide, uh, wide open shots. He knocked them down. That's just the difference. Big-time players, which they are on both teams, show up when it's time to. One team didn't. They had wide-open looks. They had contested looks. They've been knocking down those shots off-balance or unbalanced all year. All year. They had a bad series. They did not hit shots. They shot 28% from the three. It was like 30, what was it, like 28 makes to 125 misses. Yeah. Come on, man. Did we, is that the last we've seen of Josh Byrne? 100%. No, I think Josh Byrne will take – not in the NBL. I think potentially at Melbourne, but not in the NBL. I think there's definitely an NBL team that will take him because he wants – look, he, the guy can still play. The guy can flat out play. Here's what I think about that, right? When you start hearing age a lot, age, yeah. age get thrown around a lot, two things have to happen for that player they're talking about. 
you got to fucking win and you got to fucking produce numbers. Yeah. That shuts up age, age, age. But when you don't win and you don't produce numbers, in the grand final series, he averaged six. Josh Boone is a 10 and 10 player. He's below his average in rebounds and points against the number one defensive team in the league. You lose 3-1 and you lose, you get embarrassed as a team. And Angus Brand had a great series. And Angus Brand had a and great series. And he's a legitimately underrated player in this league. Like as much as he gets props, I think playing over there in Perth, we sometimes forget about him under the under the cloud of Bryce Cotton and that sort of stuff. But he is an absolute gun. You know what Trevor Gleason did in the series? What? And Andre Lamanis does something similar. I think they've learned it off each other. And this is the Luke Longley effect. The ability to throw the ball into the post. Like just that's finals basketball. And so you knew the start of every game that Perth were going to go straight to Angus Brandt. And he got rolling in game one against Josh Boone. He was like, here you go, big fella, because he's got moves down on the block. Oh, yeah. He's got a great hook shot. He's got a bit of dog in him as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, if you call Bogut a pork shop, you got, you got of, balls. That's what I mean. Like, it, there were so many you. people were scared, media included, to come at Bogut. And then he just calls it straight as he sees it. And then he comes out and drops, you know, a double double on him and shuts him down. Yeah. Look, I rate Angus Brandt. I just think it was usually more confidence thing for us to see it consistently, for him to do it consistently. And I don't think he actually knows how good he actually is. Yeah. I think it's a confidence thing, but good on him. He got the championship. He showed up at the right time. The local talent on that team showed up at the right time. Every time there was a uh, Melbourne United looked like they were going to make a run, something happened. Either Mitch Norton hits a shot or gets to the basket, which he's one of the underrated, better penetrators in the league off yeah. the dribble, and he's going to penetrate to finish. Um, and he's a hell of a defender. Then you got Damian Martin knocking down the right three. It was like every time he knocked down yeah. the right shot, the correct defensive play, getting the hands on the ball, deflections, diving for the ball, making the right pass, back door to get the layup. Greg Heyer, the little minutes that he played, he had a big impact. You know, I, I say it a lot. I say, like, I like to recruit guys. If I'm a GM, I like to recruit guys that got kids because mentally they approach the game different. You got family to feed. You got mortgage to pay. You got... A, literally yeah. a wife to make sure she's good. So when you're on the court, you approach the game different. Talking about Greg Hire, the one thing I noticed about Bryce Cotton and how much of a good dude he is, mm -hmm. he just dropped 28 points in the game, clinching game, and the first person to go hug uh, Greg Hire was Bryce Cotton. And posting about it all over social media and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, no, I, I think that this whole season has given us the outlook that Bryce Cotton is – yeah, the, the fucking absolute man on and off the court. And I think he just Still sums up Still not the greatest per... wildcat of all time. Ricky Let me Grace. just say it's that. Really to say that. Are you saying Ricky Grace? Yes. I'm too, I'm too young. Grace, so I, I never got to see... Ricky Grace, Vlahov, and then Bryce Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see by the end of his four-year stint because he's still got, I believe, two more years to go there. If he wins another two championships, you never know. But one thing I think we overlook coming into this series is just the flat-out experience of some of these guys in the Wildcats. Coming off the bench for Melbourne, you've got Craig Moller, Pete Hawley, guys who just don't have many NBL games under their belt. They got Perth caught out. Got, they were thin. Perth have got Greg Hire 300 games. You know, Jesse got, Wagstaff 300-something games. They've got Dad's Unbelievable Army. Unbelievable experience. Just ridiculous. They just rolled out Dad's Army. Yeah, Dad's Army. 
It Dilf just, team, and that sounds so suspect. That was that. super suspect. Super suspect. Okay, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but just, just. Oh my oh god. god, that was bad. That oh. was horrible. What? Oh, I just want to take a moment Dilf to apologize. Team? I don't know. What? I just want. To, I, <laughs> I didn't oh mean it in that regard. No, well, you did. But I am not you know sure how else I can explain this it. This is the media, so you know. Once you say it, <laughs> it's out there. Oh, oh man. my god. Well, wow. All right. Well, uh, it's been a, it's been a pleasure being on this podcast, and I'm just gonna have Dang. to uh, exit right now. Yeah. Was, no. Well, on the topic of media, look, I want to go on a quick rant critical. to also just cover myself up on what I Uh-oh. just said. Rant. Hold on. Ooh, here go. we go. I love a good rant. So the Perth Wildcats fans. Now I understand. Shout yeah, out to the Red Army. Shout out to the Red Army. I understand. Yeah. Come at guys. Come at the media after you win the championship. All good. All good. What the fuck do you think? You lost. You went two and eight and only beat the Cairns Taipans. What did you expect us to say? Did you expect us to say, oh, no, 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 this is just a slump? That didn't look like a slump at all. It looked like you sucked, and you did. You sucked for 10 games. You beat the bloody Taipans. Then someone tried to. And you lost to the Taipans at home. And you lost the Taipans. Someone tried to explain, oh, one of those losses was like by three points to the Taipans. It was to the Taipans. It doesn't matter how much it is. It's to the tie pants. Why are you talking about the tie pants, man? We're talking what are about the Oh, don't you get me started. I got a call <laughs> straight. How's this? How's this? So I was on ACM with Darren Parkin. I get a call straight after I hang up. So Darren Parkin, a fantastic radio host, brings up the Cairns tie pants. So obviously were those turned on the radio as I'm talking about the tie pants. <laughs> right. And my phone literally, as I'm like, I haven't even hung up yet. It starts saying, you know, when you do, you want to accept the other call. It's worth it. What are you talking about the Cairns tie pants for? <laughs> what are you talking about the tie for? And meanwhile, oh, I'll tell you the funniest. It's grand final week. Why are we talking oh, about the Cairns tie pants? I'll tell you, the, I'll tell you the funniest thing about that one with the uh, when I was on the phone with Darren Parkin. So I was meant to be somewhere, and I'm not going to say where I was meant to be, but I wanted to go to this to the to the car to the Grand Prix instead. So instead of being at this thing, I was at the Grand Prix, mm-hmm. and uh, I'd said that I had something on. I'd miss this thing. So I was doing everything I could to not be noticed at the Grand Prix, like not running any friends or anything like that, or just naturally my dumb ass not start Snapchatting it. I'm on the radio and it was like mid between races. And then all of a sudden in the background, <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck, how do I explain you this? You easily be like, yo, you, you're, it's just a TV on behind us. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the only I mean, that's thing a, you can set. That's what I would have done. I would have yeah. to roll with the TV, but yeah. it, was just, it was just this fucking annoying. <laughs> I was like, oh, here we go. I'm done. Do not ask where You're I'm Lucky at. the jet didn't go by. Hey, that's it. <laughs> or if they're over, over the speakers. Yeah. Welcome to the Australian Grand Prix. Grand Prix. <laughs> <laughs> that, that happened to me once at LAX Airport. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, I ran to you at LAX Airport, but I'm at LAX. And you know they have that thing that goes over the speakers? Right, right, right. I was, I was there and I didn't want to tell someone that I was, I was coming to LA right. when I was there because I was like, oh, fuck, they're going to want to hang out. They're going to yeah, do this. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I feel like a dick not saying anything. I was like, where are you? I was like... Oh, I'm just, uh, what's the name, in San Diego. And then you hear over the speakers, welcome to Los Angeles International Airport. I was like, ah. He's like, what was that? I was like, ah, oh, hold on. It's breaking breaking up. It's breaking up. I'm out. Fuck. Anyway, how good's basketball, right? I mean, you know, let's talk about that. How good was the season this year? Unbelievable. I mean, hashtag see incredible for real. Every game, it, it was just tight. It was the best attendance. Uh, three teams were tied for first place. That was like the first in like ten, the last 10, 15 years, something like that. Second time, I guess in 15 years, there was a three-team tie for first, the most overtimes. Attendance through the roof. Uh, viewers were up more than last year. The closest it's been defensively as far as the margin for wins this year. Was Someone's 10. been media trained. 
Um, oh, Hamza's the man. He's, 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 I mean, I know all these things. I just don't use it <laughs> because you know. I let the others use it. You Unless know? you're paying me oh, as an advocate as well, yeah, I mean, then I can use know. the stats. I mean, <laughs> I was saying to uh, another former NBL player two days ago that the talent level in the NBL is so much better f- than when I played. One hundred percent. So all much the way better. Around. All, all the way around. around. The, the level Im- alone, man. The, the imports. There's a high level of like before you used to pick off imports. Like you'd you'd pick on an import, you'd be yeah. like, "This is this is going to be easy money for me tonight." Now there's so many good imports in the league. There's so many good Australian players in the league. It's been yeah. it's been one hell of a season. I and we're so. we're talking about guys as well, like Sean Long, potential NBA guy in the Shout future. Shout out like to Bryce Sean Scott. Long. Who yeah, said, I think we forget about him. him the other day. Yeah, said uh, he's chilling this off season and preparing for the summer. So you already know summer league. Oh yeah, Sean Long is going to be ready. He deserves a spot. Look, I'd love to see him get an opportunity. I'd also love to see him back in the NBL on one of the biggest sort of market teams so we could potentially see him not over in New Zealand across the ditch but actually in Australia and he could get a little bit more coverage from us because, shit, he was fun to watch. Yeah, Defensively, was. offensively, both ends, man. That was, dude, it was an excitement package. Definitely an excitement machine. Definitely. So let's get into rumors. Oh, we love nothing more than rumors. Oh, first of all, let's shout oh, out. Oh, hold it, yeah. Shout out. Black Santa, a.k.a. Baron Davis. Players only. He's been killing it recently. He has been killing it. Yeah, he's definitely killing it. But, um, you know, uh, I, got the, I got the sweaters here for us. We all have our sweaters. Thanks for sending it to us. Thank and you, we appreciate BD. it. Big man. It's actually cool. It's meant to be. It's Baron Davis as Santa. It man, is Baron it? Yeah, I've seen with those glasses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's the, uh, his foundation. But, um. Yeah, so let's jump into the rumors. I got something I want you guys to let me know what you think about this. Andrew Bogut is now back with Golden State. He's coming back to play with the Sydney Kings. We know this next season. It's amazing how the story has ended for him this season, that he's back with his former team and is in pole position to win. A championship. And had seven and seven in his first game back. In his first game. Caught a body and one, like, look the goods. Is it safe to say he went back to the NBA better than he left it? Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Now let's dig deeper into it. Aside from him at Golden State winning, potentially winning a championship. Another one. Who's he bringing back? Who the fuck is he bringing back? Because if I'm bogus, the way I left this league, NBL, I got embarrassed and swept up out of here. Okay. Oh, yeah. Then got cussed out by a big mouth guy with a microphone, <laughs> right? If nothing else, he he knows firsthandedly what the NBL is about. If I'm him, I'm bringing back players that are NBA players. I'll work a deal out with the teams or whatever and say, look, we can't afford them to pay them what you are, but let's treat this like a, a G League. Bring them with me. They'll play on my team. The Kings, listen, I'm saying it now. I said it last year. Give the, give the rings to the Kings. I, I love the idea. I didn't even think about it that way. I but thought, Bogus I the type of dude that it. I could see doing that. I Yo. thought about it because remember before the big rumor was David Lee was coming down yeah. to Australia. Remember that? I just see 
I don't know if he'll bring a vet, but I can bring. I can see him bringing someone from like a young. Bench you kind of look like you kind of look like David Lee. If you trim the beard a little bit, you could, <laughs> you could just roll you out there, and I reckon half of the NBL fans would be like, "Yeah, what, David Lee? The, How only about problem, those the only problem is where those got his name tattooed on the back of his leg, so you're gonna have to change that to Lee or something." <laughs> could be done. Making a comeback next year for what? Nah, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we're getting into rumors. We may as well jump in there. But well, anyway, no, I know you've got some pretty big, uh, and that's that's cool on Bogut because my other thing I was thinking about, just back on the Bogut for a second, if he comes out and does, has a great defensive effort, looks as good as he looked in that last game, even though they lost, the Warriors will work. But does he have an out clause in his NBL no, contract? No, I don't no, think he does. He but doesn't. They, it's a short season, so they would just bring him back like they brought him back yeah. right now? Yeah, yeah. But go ahead. I know you've I'm got some rumors you, he's you've been win. waiting. If I'm him, what, why, why not do that? As a part owner, I'd definitely be doing that. Yeah. I, he, remember that. Remember he's a part owner. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's got more ownership this coming year than he did last, he did year. last so year. Every year he's got more stake in it. And then there I believe go. after his contract, he has the option to buy up to 50%. Mm. There you go. So let's jump on Nathan Sobey. <laughs> you've been waiting for this. You've been <laughs> just holding this one in like a baby. He's gone from Adelaide. Gone. He's gone. He's not going back to Adelaide. He will be playing for the Brisbane Bullets oh, next year. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Career suicide. Fuck out of here. It is career, career suicide. suicide. You know why it's career suicide? And that's not a no- and it's not a knock on Brisbane. Look, certain guys work in that system. Lamanis actually did a great job with those guys this year, but Correct. I don't think Sobi is one of those. Correct. What offense do they run, Felix? The flow. When he was running the flow in cans, how did Nathan Sobi play? I wasn't even here when well, Sobey was play, Didn't play well enough to hang around that long. Exactly, because it's the elephant graveyard, that offense. Everyone goes <laughs> Shout there. out to Fern. Fern was the coach. Yeah. Shout out to my man Fern at UNC Charlotte. But go yeah. ahead. Doing his thing over it's there. It's the elephant graveyard, especially for Biggs. Biggs hate flow. Yeah. But I would not be surprised to see the Kadee Glidden backcourt move to the bench next season. Glidden for, on the bench? For Mellow Trimble and Nathan Sobey. That would be an exciting backcourt. That'd be cool. And I, I bet the thousand fans that actually go to games in Brisbane <laughs> would thoroughly enjoy that as well. I don't think they would win with that backcourt, though. Because as dope as Trimble is, ball dominant. you don't play no defense. And he's ball dominant. That'd be interesting. My, my main worry would be more not Sobe in the flow, Trimble in the flow. Correct. Yeah, well, I don't... Well, Travis, Travis Trice did all right when he went to Brisbane. And because... I think Lamanus is slowly letting go of the reins yeah. a little bit. We look at the way but you got to you got to do it with Melo Trimble. You got to let Melo Trimble just go. Lamanus is a good coach, but, so I wouldn't be surprised if he switched think, it up. We got to think with those people coming in, even one of them, who's the collateral damage on that? Adam Gibson is no longer with the Brisbane Bullets. He's a free agent. He's a free agent. He's a free agent. Somebody pick him up. He had Somebody a good pick year. Him up for sure. He will be. Oh, I wouldn't even, be surprised. Maybe just, go to Adelaide with Joey. Or Southeast Melbourne. Melbourne Magic. Oh yeah, and That's I would like that because because he's still got he's like he's a well respected but like yep. has been an unbelievable player for his career. Yep. had a couple of injuries and sort Where of that that from? comes with age. Tasmania. Tassie, right, right, right. Tassie with Golden. Golden is Tassie yep. too. Yeah. Okay. And I'd Maddie love to Knight. see him in Southeast Melbourne. Maddie Knight. What's up with Maddie? He got a concussion. He's career over. Done. Yeah. Oh, yeah, big Maddie Knight. Yeah. I'm talking about what's the other guy that played with the Tigers? Ben Knight. Ben Knight. No. He just messaged Tiger. me before. Oh, shout out to Ben Knight. <laughs> MC, you, for you know, Matty Knight. <laughs> what was that movie with Billy Bob that had the concussion count on the scoreboard? 
Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> I know the one you're talking about, though. Yeah. Yeah, Maddie Knight had the same concussion count. <laughs> What's the other Maddie? He played with you with the Dragons. Center. Burston. Maddie Burston. Burston. Burston Maddie yeah. Burston's up in Cairns. His oh, ankles he? were yeah. wild. I remember yeah, I was at MSAC once. He took his ankle braces off. That shit just collapsed. Yeah. Like one of one of the really good teammates you'll ever have is such a nice guy. Maddie Burston. Yeah, Maddie B. Big shitty. Shout out to Master. Shout Maddie out to B. Big Shitty. Big Shitty. What a fantastic <laughs> nickname to have. Is that, is that all we got for rumors so far? It's still early. Nah, well, I, got, I got another rumor. Oh, here yeah. we go. <laughs> Very important. Are we keeping this on the down low? We don't want anyone yeah, to, hey, don't hey, want anybody hey, to hey, know. I promise yeah. me and Worth I won't tell yeah, anyone, tell man. Anybody. Just, just tell, us, tell us the secret. I think, what do you think about Tommy Greer? <laughs> wait, wait. Is this a rumor or is this you just speculating? <laughs> speculating. <laughs> Speculation for sure. What do you think about Tommy Greer making a play at Casper Ware? Yeah, I'd think it'd be stupid not to. What do you think about what do you, you want to talk about a rivalry? Angle for That'd Barlow too. Go I for Barlow think, too. No, no, I'll tell you the guy who I have heard that there have been meetings with. It's potentially DJ Kennedy. Which is an interesting one because he goes with the blue collar theme that Southeast Melbourne are trying to build. Hard nosed defensive rebounder. <clears throat> but how much are you willing to pay him? And I don't think you have the money to match anywhere near that he was on this year. I think DJ Kennedy played his role, actually, to be honest with you. They brought him in to be like the third guy. What yeah, but they, third paid, guy? they paid him to be the first guy. That's, that's just interesting to me because I remember talking to some executives for the team, Melbourne United, and they're like, you know, we don't we don't want him to be. They're always going to the say main that guy. Oh, they're going to say we that don't, to protect. We didn't bring him in to average twenty something. We wanted him to come in do 12, 10 to fourteen points, five, six, seven rebounds, couple of assists. They don't pay someone like that to get those numbers. But you know what? I'm, I'm just I'm an telling executive. you what they said to me, what I've heard a couple of times. So if, if you look at like it like from what there, I used to, what I used to say in games, if I if I played like shit, I'd be like, oh yeah, I wasn't out there trying to like get a bucket or anything. I was just I was just you know just playing for fun. But no, I just sucked. So that sort of thing. They're always going to protect their decision by saying, oh no, that's what we wanted to happen. He wouldn't fit next to Mitch Creek. If Mitch Creek doesn't come, if he gets his NBA gig, he'd fit better. That fucks over Southeast Melbourne so hard if he doesn't come as well. Correct. And not on his part, of course. Everybody yeah, wants yeah, him to go to the NBA. That's not his fault by any means. But that is going to be so tough on one of their marquee guy all of a sudden. And it's going to be it's going to be left right up till late, I believe. That's why you got to right go get up Casper late. Ware. You've got to have an insurance policy on you that. you got to go sign Casper Ware and Magden in the back. Casper to Southeast Melbourne. You I'm, heard it here first. I'm telling Homicide. you, yo, that would be dope. Because look, at the end of I the day, Casper feels that he deserves more money. Now it's, are you going to pay him? Yeah. Two years, arguably, I've been the best player on your team. All else fails, give me the ball. We're not going to let a grand final series outweigh what he's done and meant yeah. for them. You got to pay that man. Definitely. And you got to pay that man. Bryce Cotton's over there just resting easy on a long-term deal. <laughs> just I'm just waiting to hear what Wurlow got because he's so disinterested with what I just said. So I want to hear what Wurlow got over no, there. I'm, I'm just thinking. You know when Wurlow, when a, when a man, when That's you're talking, a woman. I had to get my back, song in there somewhere. <laughs> sits back, puts his head in the sky, <laughs> crosses his leg. You know he got something coming. So I'm I, talk to us, Wurlow. <laughs> I'd really like to see Casper. I never thought of Casper Wade on the Phoenix, but I'd really like to see it because him and Madden would be awesome. They could put a tough team together. As a backcourt. I wouldn't get Kennedy. 
I wouldn't. I think <clears throat> I think there's another option out there for him. But I mean, the Phoenix. I think they're eight dollars, eight yeah. fifty to win the championship next year. Yeah. Um, if Brisbane get those pieces, they're at eleven dollars at the moment. Yo, Brisbane ain't doing nothing. <laughs> Man, I I wrote off Brisbane all year. I'm well, not gonna I'm not gonna write off Brisbane. No, those thousand Perth fans. Perth make the finals. I tell you that next year for sure. Who are Perth they losing? Perth will make the finals for. Um, Hold on, are we gonna see next year? I'm interested because bring I love the whole team back and just get Greg, somebody else. So Greg I love retired. the narrative. Who? Greg High retired. We got to find another Greg. <laughs> another friend, <laughs> Adam Gibson. He's not Greg High's position, but just no. experience wise. Does Jesse Wag stuff go again? Yep. Yeah, I think so. Showed up, showed up for them in the grand finals. Tom Jervis. Yep. No, I don't think they keep him. Why not? Actually, no. He showed up in the finals. I think you reward that. Got to reward. Dad. And you've got to keep some of those bigs on your team now. The Bogut's in the league. And if Sydney aren't going to be a dominant threat, is there any player that's going to sneak you retire? Hell no. Well, there's going to be a lot of players that potentially just don't get a spot. Get tapped on the shoulder. Get the tap on the shoulder. I think that might happen, but I'm not sure anyone. Yeah. It, it really depends. What happens with Barlow next year? Barlow plays on, for sure. I know. you just got to collect them checks. I think. Look, and I think he's worthy of playing. Like, uh, he had a great year. He definitely had a great year. Yeah. He had a great year. Um, I've seen a Magic make a play at him, too. Listen, you want to create a rivalry? Go steal, go steal somebody's girlfriend. Go steal your mate's girlfriend and marry her. I think huh. be- that's, the, that's, that's the beef right yeah, there yeah, forever. Yeah. Casper Ware would be the biggest. That'd be huge. Biggest That's you a remember, huge beef. Simon Where's Mitchell Barlow from? Up that way, right? Yeah. Grew up in all of oh, that. Oh, yeah. So it's right. It's only right to make a play. Come back home for real. He's loyal to Vince, though. I can't see him going away from Vince. Money He's talks. Not, he, no. Money does talk. Money, Money does talks. talk. You talk, about, you talk about being a family man. Barlow's the only one on that team with kids. Money talks. Was he the only one this year? Yeah. <laughs> only fa- only family nah, man DJ on that Kennedy team. Got, DJ Kennedy got children. Oh, he does? My bad. Yeah. He had a good series to me. He had a good well He, he had went, a solid series. He didn't under he didn't underperform. Is I'll this say DJ? That. DJ. DJ's game, it's a lot harder for DJ to play when guys aren't hitting shots from the outside. Because all his penetration lines with that. are plugged up. All right, I agree so, with that. Okay, cool. Yeah. That sounds he did the like best, me. He did the that best. Sounds he could. like me. I, I need shooters yeah. to hit for me to be more effective, right? Yeah. Did the shooters hit? No. no. So it limited him, but he did the best, in my opinion, out of anybody on that team. Pledge Hammer and him. <laughs> the chief. Play. Nobody yeah. else came to the party, yo. I agree. I disagree with Pledger. Pledger did what he could do. No, no. He did not do what he could do on defense. Oh, okay. He was the one that got let allowed Bryce Cotton to get going in game four. It was he because of, it. What the hell are he going to do to Cotton? Well, he didn't show properly. He so, never shows properly. He shows once in a while properly. So he fucked up the defensive scheme. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. He was the one that let Bryce get going in game four. And once Bryce got going in game four, it was always going to be tough. And if you go back and watch the film, it's when Pledger came on and they just went at him. And he did the show where his teammate was just running straight into him because he wasn't good enough at doing it. Let me tell you the difference between Melbourne United's whole team, one thing, and the Perth Wildcats in this grand final series. You got players like Greg Hyer. You got players like Tom Jervis. Guess what they're going to do when somebody's getting going? 
they gonna knock them on their fucking ass. If I see, if you see me going, you gonna send me a fucking message. Tell me one player on Melbourne United, this whole series sent a message like that. I'm aware of this foul. You come in the basket again, I'm fucking taking your head off. Tech, okay, I'll sit down. Unsportsmanlike, no problem. You gonna think twice about coming to this fucking hole. Tell me somebody that leveled anybody like that. Perth did it twice. Melbourne didn't even run to pick. Right. Didn't even run to pick up their guy. That's guys. it. When Two DJ fucking Kennedy. nice, nice guys. Nice guys. What they finish second. That talent. And if you ain't first, you're last. You're last. You're last. That's what it comes down to, man. And you know that fly guy. I'm cool. I got game. That's what showed up. That's what happened in this series. If nothing else, we gonna fight. You're not just gonna <laughs> do what you did to me on that floor last Sunday. You embarrass me in front of my fans. Confetti's falling. That ain't happening. We're going to fight. I, I remember when we played in the finals together and um, you wouldn't believe it, but Corey started talking during Surely. the game. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it, but he did. I remember, that, in, I remember one certain play in game three. He tried to come in the keyway. I put him on his ass. Fucking right. <laughs> I, I was like, not fucking today. Make you feel it. You know what yeah. I mean? Make you at least think about it. Yeah. Think like fuck. Oh, having said that, you could put someone on their ass where a foul, and that was a finals foul back in the day. Now if you it's do that, it's an unsportsman. I hate, I hate, I hate I'm it. aware of that. Bring back the flagrant foul. Like, I'm like, you flagrant. Game, I'm not unsportsmanlike. I remember game three or game four, I think Jesse Wagstaff, like just step, you know, just a step back to bump the cutter running on the baseline. He got called for a foul. And I'm like, fuck, is that finals basketball? Like yeah. this is this is what you want it to be? Like finals basketball is supposed to be more physical. It goes up a level. But I, not once did they put the whistles away the entire fucking no. series. And not once was nobody, again, they didn't play physical enough. They didn't play tough enough. The right team won, straight up. That's that will it. give Dean Vickerman nightmares this offseason. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you best believe they're going to go out and get some tough motherfuckers next year. I'm trying to tell you. You could do all that MMA training. That shit don't mean nothing. It got to be in you. You could do that shit week four. You got to be built like that because it ain't all the time. Talent is not going to – you're not going to win all the time because – you're talented more. You're, bet you're more talented. That's just not it. When you're playing against tough-ass opponents, that's the best defensive team in the league. They're that for a reason. They're not giving you shit easy. Yeah. Just quickly, Sydney, Bevo or Will Weaver as head coach? Bevo. Bevo hey. or Will Weaver? I think we're – I think – here's what I believe, okay? I believe anything that, that moves over there is going through one man. So it just depends on more than, it's more than your relationship is if I respect you, that's what's going to come down to, you know what I mean? So I think, I think Bogut respects both of them. I'm not saying he don't. I'm just saying. Where's Will Weaver at at the moment? He's the D league head coach for the Long Island. Yeah. Long I thought Island. so with Damien Cotter over there as well. He turned down the New Zealand breakers job, yeah. job last, last season. Last season. I think. You know, with how things are going right now, it's alignment. I think he would want to be aligned right now. If they're really talking to him seriously, you, it could be that coach. It could be that guy that's right now, Will Weaver. It the could thing, be him. It could thing, be Brevo, who I love. 
That was great. The hard thing for me with Will Weaver is why would you do all that hard work in the D League or in the G League? It is now. And then jump back over to the NBL. Because he's obviously trying to angle himself to an NBA position, whether it be an assistant coach or whatever. But I know exactly what you say because Bogut's in the fold. I'm going to hit you with this. You ready for this bombshell? <laughs> Boom! This ain't true. I'm just throwing it out there. The NBA is going to buy the NBL. <sighs> this is going to be turned into like an international G League. You know why? There's a lot of players that they send down to the G League, yeah. right? But there's a whole, that bench long, a yeah. whole lot of talent on that bench. You know what those, you know, you know what why people say, do, that, that bench long. That bench long, right? <laughs> why not do what OKC did with your man at Cairns? Devin Hall. Why not do that? So you're going to be playing for the NBA one next year, Felix. I'm down with that. Looks good on the resume. I'm going to do something. 1.1. I'm going to do something. I'm going to keep it. I don't even know if y'all know, but y'all basketball heads, so you probably heard. You know this year they start in NBA Africa, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. How many Australians in the NBA right now? How many Australians in college? 11. How tough is this league? Is tough. this league world class? Is it not a cupcake league? Red Velvet. What's coming down here in August? How many leagues in the world, okay, is laying in bed with the NBA? One. How many teams from a league that's in bed with the NBA has done preseason? Five teams out of eight. Tell me one league in the world that's ever done that. Almost twice and it's getting better. So what's going to happen the third time? It's making sense, man. Look, it's when you started that, I was like, when you make sense. I just talk loud so people think <laughs> they, they drown out the, me the, 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 the message. They drown out the message because I talk loud and I'm passionate. But listen to what I'm saying. Just think about it. We start dating. Go for coffee. Right? Yeah. That's the beginning. Then we go to dinner. Then after that, I take you to my parents' house. What? Then after that, you got to meet my parents. Wait, so, so you gone straight from... I'm just telling you the oh, okay. I thought this was all. I thought this was all in the one night. No. Oh, okay. I was like straight from this, dinner to the parents' house. Like, this is getting freaky. This is the growth of the relationship. Yeah. Then after that, I propose. <laughs> then we get married. And then we live forever after. So you're saying the proposal's coming up? The proposal's going to come so, up. So the NBL's still living at home? Does the NBA like our parents? I think the NBA loves our parents because um, this is how we'll know if the NBA loves our parents. <laughs> Marvel Arena in August. Yeah, correct. They've given them a Marvel beautiful Stadium gift. in August. When you come bearing gifts, <laughs> everybody loves you, right? <laughs> Look how we stressed up. And mind you, this is coming from a man. Your attention, please. Your attention, please. Testing of the evacuation system is available. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Getting hot in here. It's getting hot. Hey, they heard homicide talking that much shit. They were like, leave the building. Conspiracy. That is literally a conspiracy theory. Homicide said he was going to drop a bomb. Said he was going to drop a bomb. And now they're testing the evacuation. Oh. I wouldn't be surprised. What I'm saying is my point. I would not be surprised if... Something like that were to happen. Yeah. I'm telling you, we're in the bubble. We're not outside in the world. Yeah. To realize and understand how people are looking at this bubble from afar. This league is respected. The best thing that could have happened, the best thing was that Bogut went back to Golden State. He is now a legitimate advocate for the NBL. And listening to Steph Curry talk 
about Bogut has been yeah. awesome as well. I'm trying to tell you, man, like what the NBL did with its competitive level of play and yeah. players in it for Bogut, it was the best thing that could have happened. He's Look, I've never even watched Bogut in the regular season in his career. Not game in, game out. You guys are Australian. He's one of your guys. So you'll watch more and support. You know what I'm saying? But my point is how he's came back to the yeah. league mobile. The brotherhood in the NBA, all they're going to be like is, damn, you look better than how you left. Yeah. What you been doing? They're going to be like, yo, I'm playing in this league in Australia. This shit is real. This is a homicide warning. This you know is saying? a homicide warning. This shit is real. Yeah. So now other people... They're going to be like, yo, like, look how Bogus looking. He's an advocate. His mouthpiece resonates more. And all it does is help this league better. Can I just say, we are professional as fuck. We are fighting the elements right now. Fighting the elements, man. This is like recording a podcast in the rain. Exactly. <laughs> last, last thing. March Madness is upon us. Before we say March Madness, I just want to say, if that is actually a fantastic theory. And whether there's any backing to it, we don't know as, as of yet. But even if no one's even considered raising this, you know, whether from Kesselman's point of view or wherever it is. That is a fantastic thing to happen. And a lot of people would be against it saying, oh, we don't want to be the NBA's bitch. That's a lie. That's but a lie. It, at the end of the Broadcasting day. Broadcasting rights. No, no, I'll take fans. Fans now would say that. Now let's go. Now, now let's talk about, how about this? How about this? If the NBA came in, where would the broadcasting rights go? Through the roof, right? Yeah, huge. Big money behind it, right? Talent. Guess who'd be the biggest fucking threat then? AFL, watch out. Basketball's growing. watch out. You turn this AFL, thing into an NBA B league. watch out. I'm going to give you another example, okay? Forget basketball. This is real, okay? When startup companies do well, what happens? Facebook tries to buy them. Buy you out for how much? <laughs> Millions. Billion. There you go. That's my point. My point exactly. This league right now is treated like a startup. Yeah. Dug this shit out the grave, used his own paper, got some sponsors, but realistically, he's putting up a big chunk of his own money. Oh, yeah. Larry Kesselman. Right, people so forget Larry Kesselman's literally fucking saving this league by his okay, own hand. So with that said, yeah. what'd he say? Bet on myself. Yeah. We gonna, I'm going to put a team together. We're going to make this shit pop, right? Believe in me. That's what startup CEOs do. Grab a team. It's small. People wear a lot of hats because we got. it ain't a big team. Yeah. We got to bubble this shit, make it happen. The big dogs, what they do, they buy you out because they see the potential and the growth. I'm it. telling you what I'm... Listen to me when I tell you. I talk a lot. I talk loud because I'm passionate. Don't mean I don't know what I'm talking about. Don't be surprised if the NBA buys the NBL. Boom. Boom. That fucking take set the alarm off. Yeah. yeah literally. <laughs> As I'm it should have. you. As it should have. Were though, continue. Oh, fuck it. I mean, <laughs> that was fucking brilliant. I, I really yeah. don't want to talk about anything else because right now I'm thinking about all these yeah. possibilities of the NBA buying the NBL, which I think would be a fantastic idea. One word, who's going to win the college? Kentucky. North Carolina. I see you wearing that jersey from Basketball Jersey Shout World the, the other day. Jersey World. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just have that as the intro to our show, even though one of us is copping the jersey? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go Michigan State. Mm. That's all. I'm going on whatever basketball jersey world has on special. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wish he had a Zion Williamson jersey, but uh, don't worry, they'll have, they'll have the next one soon. That's it.
That's it. Well, thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> what a podcast that was. And Corey's come with a potentially hot take that I hope and think that we may be looking back in 10 years and saying that this is the dude that planted the seed. Because <laughs> you never know. That was... I like the way it was pitched, and I hope you get to do that in a boardroom one day with the NBA and the NBL in there as well. But anyway, if you want to chuck your thoughts on that on Twitter, hit up at C Homicide, also known as Chomicide, <laughs> and at Wertho33, and you can get myself at Felix Hoff, even though I'm mostly just retweeting memes and shit these days. So I'm probably not the best follow. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>